Welcome to the Heavy Duty Parts Report. This podcast is presented by the Heavy Duty Consulting Corporation and hosted by our CEO, Jamie Irvin. At the Heavy Duty Consulting Corporation, we work with manufacturers, distributors, and repair shops who want to grow their business. Do you have a problem that you would like some help with? We have developed fault codes for heavy duty parts businesses, just like they have for commercial trucks. Find out how many fault codes your business has and how you stack up against dozens of other heavy-duty parts businesses. Head to heavydutyconsulting.com and schedule a meeting with us today. All right, let's start this episode. You're listening to the Heavy Duty Parts Report. I'm your host, Jamie Irvin, and this is the show where you get expert advice about heavy-duty parts that keeps trucks and trailers on the road longer while lowering costs per month. You've all heard me say this many times before, the trucking industry is the backbone of society. To keep the industry healthy and strong, the individuals who work in that industry must be healthy and strong as well. But let's be honest, maintaining your health and having regular fitness and a, and a good nutritious diet is a uphill battle for many of us. It's not so easy, especially for drivers salespeople on the road, even parts technicians and repair technicians, it can be a struggle. So today we're going to challenge the status quo in the trucking industry when we talk about health and fitness. My guest today is Dr. Mark Manera, the founder and CEO of the Trucking Fitness Company. Dr. Mark is a doctor of physical therapy, and he's on a mission to make the trucking industry a healthier place. So I'm so happy to have him on the show. Dr. Mark, welcome to the Heavy Duty Parts Report. Thank you for being on the show. Jamie, thank you so much for having me on. I'm excited to have this conversation and to be invited on the show. So normally we have a heavy focus on heavy duty parts and and maintaining fleets and keeping their operation costs low and their trucks and trailers on the road. You know, uptime is a big part of our conversation. But what about maintaining uptime for the individuals and the people who work in the industry? That's what we're here to talk about today. We're going to challenge the status quo. And I got to be honest, I'm kind of excited about this conversation more for myself than for anyone else. So this all applies to me first and then anybody else who feels they need that information, that's okay. So let's just talk about the status quo of the trucking industry when we talk about physical fitness and nutrition. Yeah, I mean, I think, you know, you kind of hit the nail right on the head there with the conversation about maintenance and, you know, making sure everything is up to the status quo and up to the highest regulation is awesome when it comes to trucks. But when it comes to the person behind the wheel, it kind of gets swept under the rug and it's easier to say, ah, you know, that person can deal with their, you know, own health on their own. It doesn't really have to do with you know, my company, the freight that I'm moving. Uh, but, you know, the truth is it does. It has a lot of costs from a, in, you know, employee satisfaction standpoint from how quickly and how efficiently your freight's being moved to just, you know, from a work comp and injury standpoint and the liability your company has for the people that it employs. Uh, there's a lot of things that, you know, unfortunately, uh, the trucking industry and transportation has kind of just put on the back burner and, I think it's kind of cared about maybe a couple times a year when, you know, it's the beginning of the year, everyone should thinks about their health, but the other, you know, 11 months, it's kind of like, eh, well, it's this huge issue and we can get into the statistics, but it's really an industry-wide problem. And so I think 
you know, my goal, and I can tell you the story of how I got into this, but my goal with all of this is to make the trucking industry a healthier place, really own the category of driver's health because no one has stepped up for these drivers. And, you know, they're really, they're literally dying because of it. Uh, and, and, you know, I, I'm just really on a mission to help drivers exercise, eat healthier, and, you know, consistently do that throughout their whole career. Well, you know, in, in our show, when we're talking about maintenance and, and repairs on a vehicle, we always talk about the economic impact of the decisions that we make. So you, you reference the ultimate impact of ignoring your health, death. But there's a lot between where we are today and death uh, that, that still has a big cost to us personally when we ignore our health. So what's at stake for an individual if they ignore their health? beyond before death (laughs) yeah well you know i think i think it's uh to start that conversation i like to put some numbers to it so you know right now in north america we canada i know you're up in canada but canada in the united states there's around four million people who wake up every day and drive a truck for a living right 85 percent of them are overweight one in every seven has type 2 diabetes and the, the real kicker and the one we just talked about is as a group, truck drivers have a life expectancy 16 years less than the average population. So take a second for, you know, and, and think about that because, you know, drivers on their own, just having uh, trucking and driving a truck for a career make so many sacrifices. And then by the time trucking's over and they actually want to enjoy their life, they've got all of these different diseases and health crisis that they're dealing with. And then on top of that, you know, on the top end, they get kicked down 16 years off their life. And it's like, well, no wonder we're having a tough time bringing people into this industry because I see those statistics. I see the lifestyle a lot of these drivers are forced to live. I don't want to be a truck driver either. And so what we're trying to do is, you know, I think um, improving the quality of driver's health really helps, you know, improve the quality of life drivers live, but also is a piece of the pie to the driver shortage and just improving the image of who a truck driver is. So I didn't answer your question at all, but I'm I'm very passionate about this. And I, I don't think, I don't obviously, you know, I think the driver shortage is this huge problem. There's so many pieces to the pie and I don't think solving the health of drivers is going to solve the whole issue, but I think it's a part of it. And well, I think it's a critical part of it. You, you did in part answer my question because, I mean, I just did the quick math. If one in seven of the four million drivers have type two diabetes, that's 571,000 people. And I think about the the people who support the trucking industry, like the repair technicians and the parts technicians and the sales people who are out on the road. You know, it's tough. It is tough working in a shop or, or behind that counter or on the road in a, in a vehicle supporting the trucking industry and then you have all the drivers themselves it is tough to have a regular exercise routine and watch what you eat it's so easy to just stop in at a drive through and pick something up when you're when you're pressed for time and all of those different careers i just mentioned are very challenging and they put a lot of stress on the people who are in those careers so let's talk a little bit about the the fundamentals and the basics here why is regular physical exercise so important? Just give us the overview. I think we all know, but it's good to hear it again. Yeah, I mean, I think that there's a ton of long-term and short-term benefits. From a long-term standpoint, it is probably the number one way to decrease your likelihood of any 
early death, but also a bunch of disease states from some cancers, from diabetes, osteoarthritis, name it. And I guarantee exercise has a part in, uh, I guess, lack of exercise has a part of why potentially someone um, is suffering from that. But the short term, you know, everyone's talking about mental health and from an ex- decreasing anxiety, you know, increasing energy level, just feeling better and feeling more confident in your health. Those are just some of the, uh, and helping you sleep a little bit better. Those are some of the short-term benefits of exercise. Um, and, you know, I think just from looking at people in transportation and just people, you know, working more of the, maybe some shift work, working as a driver, working as a diesel technician, like you just said, I think too many people look at um, living a healthy life as a all or nothing type of situation. And I look at it as a spectrum, right? And on one end of the spectrum, you've got the most unhealthy person in the world who does nothing, doesn't even move off the couch, eats Papa John's every single meal, and you know, just just is very unhealthy. And then on the other side of the uh, you know spectrum, you've got Arnold Schwarzenegger who is getting ready for the next bodybuilding show, and there is this huge array of area where most people probably fit somewhere in here, and they think they have to make this jump all the way to Arnold Schwarzenegger level. But if you just made a little bit, a couple changes to your day-to-day routine and made your, made your uh, every day 10% healthier, the impact that that could have and you know the difficulty level of doing 10% healthier, just increasing just a little bit, doesn't really change your life very much. Uh, but the effects can be huge. Yeah, let's talk about that for a minute. So, you know, I was thinking of Arnold actually, or, or The Rock or someone like that. I mean, these guys are training six hours a day plus, and they've got people with uh, helping them with their diet. I mean, they are all in and nobody in the regular world who that doesn't make that their full time job can swing that. So how big of a difference can it make on your health if you just put aside, let's say, 20 minutes a day of of vigorous exercise? Well, I'll tell you for firsthand from someone I just had a conversation with. Uh, this guy named David, he's uh, in our program and he's a driver and flatbed driver. And, you know, he's made some small changes to his diet. He started doing some exercises here and there a couple times a day. And we're not talking 20 minutes. We're just talking a couple of exercises throughout the day. And he's lost a ton of weight. And he's, I think, 52 years old. And he says he feels uh, like he's 30. And, you know, he feels 20 years younger. And just the effect of, you know, he's lost 40 pounds or or something in that ballpark, which is huge. But imagine just every day being able to take that 40 pound weight vest off and move. I mean, that is the effect that, you know, if someone is overweight and uh, you're able to lose some weight, I I mean, it's it's pretty clear when you think about that, you know, example of, yeah, it's going to feel really good. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back. Having issues with your commercial equipment? You need ATA's Technology and Maintenance Council, also known as TMC. TMC develops recommended practices addressing the most pressing technology and maintenance issues affecting commercial vehicle fleets. You can join TMC for just pennies a day, and when you do, you'll get access to thousands of pages of technical information, and you can attend events like the upcoming 2022 Annual Meeting and Exhibition, March 7th through 10th in Orlando, Florida. For more information, check out TMC at tmctrucking.org. 
Don't have a heavy-duty part number and need to look up a part? Go to parts.diesellaptops.com or download the app on Apple or Android to create your free account. Looking for high-quality fuel injection for heavy-duty applications? Having one supplier for fuel injection allows you to better serve customers by providing them with a complete line, which increases your sales and profitability. Learn more at ambacinternational.com aftermarket. We're back from our break, and before the break, we were talking about the status quo in the trucking industry, uh, how difficult it is to have a good, healthy focus on you know, making sure we're getting enough exercise, eating right. And we were talking about the impact of exercise on our physical health. Now we're going to shift gears, and I wanted to talk a little bit, Dr. Mark, about what mistakes people are making when they make decisions about what they eat. Because, you know, as hard as, as you exercise, you can out-eat, or, or, you know, a bad diet can cancel out a good exercise routine pretty quickly. So what common mistakes are we making, and, and, and what can we do to change? Yeah, I mean, I think it's very similar to the all or nothing mentality that a lot of people have. You know, uh, unfortunately, there's just a lot of like fad diets that get pushed to people and it makes people say, OK, I have to either be all in or all out. And the, the truth is, if we just make some small changes and, you know, you go in with you can enjoy cake. You can you can drink a beer here and there. I I personally do it. I'm sure you do it too. It's we're human. We're here to not hate our life, right? And so, you know, I think it's all about uh portion control and finding small ways to make your current routine just a little bit healthier, right? And so I like a habit-based approach and we have a program called the Level Up program where uh the drivers start with one habit and the first habit actually is cutting out uh, drinking your calories, right? So we really try to focus, okay, what's the low hanging fruit here? And this all started from a driver we had uh, actually in the beta program of our program uh, two years ago, who he came to us. And one of the things he said was every single day while driving down the road, he drank 12 or two 12 packs of Pepsi a day, mm-hmm. 24 sodas a day. And obviously, that is not the average, I would assume, for most people. But all we did was cut out some of that soda. We made some, we first transitioned to diet soda. We made some other zero calorie beverage options and just slowly cut out some of those empty calories and the amount of sugar that he was consuming. And he was diabetic too, which uh, 24 Pepsis is not very good for your blood sugar. Uh, but it's, it was crazy, the impact. And I think he lost like 20 pounds in the first month from just that one shift. So it's really, when I think about, you know, step one of eating healthier is look, I I like telling drivers to, or anyone to write down and just track, you can write down on a piece of paper, or you can take photos of just an average day of eating. Because first off, not a lot of people, a lot of people don't completely comprehend everything that they're consuming especially not how large of a serving size they're eating. So if you write it down, then you can take a step back and look at the numbers and say, okay, where's one or two areas that I can make a small shift that would not be that much different, but would help cut out some calories and be a little bit healthier. And, you know, that might just be instead of, you know, your normal average serving of Four, you know, half a bag of Doritos, which is actually like four servings of Doritos. Maybe you just eat one serving of Doritos, right? Or it's a shift from uh, two Pepsis a day to one Pepsi a day, or 
two diet Pepsis a day or finding another zero calorie beverage. And I really just like to have drivers and have people think about, hey, what is you know the the smallest commitment I can make at the beginning that makes a pretty big impact overall and I can do consistently. So just like with exercise, also with your nutrition, don't underestimate the value of small incremental changes over a longer period of time. So let's take a look at this from a business perspective. Uh, We have commercial fleets. And then, of course, if you're a parts person or a repair technician, maybe you work for a shop, you're a driver, you work for the fleet. Um, There's there's an economic impact when our people that work for these companies um, are having health problems. So if we are able to improve our health, how does that have an economic impact on the company we work for? Yeah, I mean, I think the biggest one right now is everyone in trucking is talking about retention. And if you've got drivers who are scared to see DOT physicals on their on their calendar, or they're not able to control their blood pr- uh, blood pressure, blood sugar, um, you know, their weight, or they're suffering from sleep apnea and they can't control it because obesity has a big, you know, can have a big impact on that. If you can help these people have the resources and coaching and um, honestly, the encouragement uh, to get started. I mean, that can go from a driver who now you have to replace and then train and spend all this money training and recruiting a new driver to you just saved a driver that you know is a great behind your wheel. You trust them. They're safe, but they just couldn't they just couldn't on their own figure out their health. So I think from a retention standpoint, you know, number one, you're showing your drivers that you care and that you're thinking about them outside of their next load. And two, you're, you're the, over time, this is not a, it happens tomorrow, but over time you're creating a healthier culture at your company and you are retaining your, you know, loyal drivers that have been there for years and years. And then from a work comp standpoint, you know, there's a ton of data on the, um, increased risk that a driver being obese has of just being at work, walking around the truck, slips, falls, all of those things, musculoskeletal injuries all increase if the driver is overweight. And so I think if we can help these drivers get stronger, be more resilient, lose weight, and just feel better overall, they're going to be more satisfied at work and they're going to be less of a liability for your company. Sounds like that's a pretty fast way to 10x results because they replacing people is so expensive. And also, um, it's it's not just about the economics. It's also about giving back to the people who support this wonderful industry that supports society. So if someone's listening right now, and like I said at the beginning of this episode, this episode was for me as much as it was for anybody listening. So uh, we, we we never throw stones at someone else. We're always looking at ourselves first. But what do listeners need to do as a first step if they want to get healthier and they want to engage in your program? Uh, We're going to put a link in the show notes for your website. So just walk us through the first step, how it works and what your program is all about. Yeah, so I think the first step that anyone who is thinking about being healthier needs to do is look introspectively at yourself and say, what's your why? Why do you want to do this? Is it for your family? Is it because you uh, don't like what you see when you look in the mirror? And that's okay because you you have to figure out what your why is because that helps you stay with it through the ups and downs. 
And that is the motivation there. And, you know, I think um, when someone just jumps into it and they don't really have that deep meaning of why they're starting, it's really easy to fall off and then kind of get back to your, your normal routine prior to starting. And I would recommend writing your why down so you see it every single day and it, it keeps in the front of your mind. But so if you're a driver and you know your why and you want to be, uh, you know, you want to get started, go to our website, sign up for a membership, you fill out a quick questionnaire and you get placed uh, based off the questionnaire, you get placed in a personalized program based off of your current fitness level, your goals, and then also where you want to exercise at. So we've got workouts that drivers or we've got programs that drivers can do in their truck. We've got programs they can do outside of their truck or even at home. So we've got local drivers who do it at their house. We've got drivers in uh, February up in Canada who are doing it in their truck because uh, can't really warm up when it's uh, (laughs) zero degrees Celsius, right? Zero, I'll try minus 40. (laughs) There we go. Minus 40. Okay. And then, you know, we've got, uh, you know, drivers down in Florida who uh, are making everyone jealous because it's 75 degrees and they're exercising outside of their truck. So we really try to make this, Taylor, make this as, as personal to you as possible and just give you the easiest entry point possible. And so we're going to give you all the equipment you need. We're going to have an app there that is basically like having me as a personal trainer in your truck with you because you've got 24-7 access to message a coach anytime you want. And we're going to answer any questions you have and just get you on the right path to consistently living a healthy life over the next 10, 15 years of your career. And, uh, you know, I'll just say personally, through my health journey and just some of the drivers we have in our program that I talk to, it's life-changing. And it's a little bit of an adjustment at the beginning, but if you can get through that and set it up in a way that works with your schedule and you can do consistently, you're never going to turn back and you're going to, uh, you know, thank yourself that you, you, you got started and you just took step one. You've been listening to the Heavy Duty Parts Report. I'm your host, Jamie Irvin. Today, we've been challenging the status quo in the trucking industry related to truck drivers' health. And we've been speaking with Dr. Mark, the founder and CEO of the Trucking Fitness Company. To learn more about the Trucking Fitness Company and to check out Trucking Fitness Radio, visit truckandfit.com. So that's T-R-U-C-K-I-N-F-I-T.com. Links will be in the show notes. Dr. Mark, thank you so much for being on the Heavy Duty Parts Report. Thank you so much for having me. HDA Truck Pride is the heart of the Independent Parts and Service Channel. They have 750 parts stores and 450 service centers conveniently located across the U.S. and Canada. Visit heavydutypartsreport.com slash HDA Truck Pride today to find a location near you. Again, that's heavydutypartsreport.com slash HDA Truck Pride and let the heart of the Independent Service Channel take care of your commercial equipment.